This is Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence. Your 803 tee time every Sunday morning right here on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf is brought to you by Gearheads of Nicholasville. Edwin Watts Golf, Truly Nolan and Critter Control, French Lick Resort Casino, and Lexington Parks and Recreation. Also sponsored by Commonwealth Credit Union, Georgetown Advantage Air, and Maple Leaf Gutter and Siding Systems. Let's join your host, Matthew Lawrence, for Backspin Golf. Welcome, good morning, good morning, golf aficionados. And non-golf aficionados who just like our show. We're here at the Square Country Club on Main Street. Sean got up early with me. Hi, Sean. Good morning. How you doing? I'm up early to do golf. I, I'm not a follower of golf. I just like this show. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for your support. Uh the conditions here on the first tee, as I get ready to tee off, on Main Street are not, what's the word I'm looking for? Optimum. Is that right? Optimal. Optimal, Optimal. I think, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's wet out here, although I still do get a good amount of run from my tee shot down Main Street. There will be some skidding of the golf ball, though, because it's wet. Uh, and we'll see what happens the rest of the morning. I was lucky yesterday morning. I actually got to play over at uh, Picadome. It was gorgeous. Not a cloud in the sky, 70 degrees, 72 degrees, no wind. It was perfect. I played pretty well. And then later in the day, as we all know what happened with these thunderstorms and everything going on. Anyway, obviously... Final round of the PGA Championship in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Here's what's going to happen on Backspin this morning. At 8.15 or so, my buddy Dan Hauser from thestiffshaft.com will join me. We'll talk a little, uh, as I do quite regularly with Dan. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to talk about uh, Phil, even though he wasn't there, especially the first part of the week and the first couple days, he was still a big topic of conversation around uh, Tulsa. And we'll talk about uh, Tiger, in case you haven't heard. Tiger Woods withdrew after completing his third round and uh, shooting 79 and it was very painful to watch. Not as painful as it was for him to play, but it was painful to watch. And halfway through the round, uh, he shot 79. He didn't make get to the dreaded 80, which he's only done, I believe, four times uh, in major championships of any kind, even his amateur days. It's only the second time he's withdrawn. Uh, He withdrew as an amateur also. He hurt his wrist and had to withdraw from, I believe, a U.S. I think it was a U.S. I'm not sure. It was an amateur tournament. Uh, He never does that. In all of his years of playing golf, 
but it was absolutely the right thing to do. And once again, and I'm sure we'll talk with Dan Hauser about this, once again, all these morons that I saw on Twitter, and I read these messages because I find it so hard to believe that people can be so stupid and wrong. Comments about Tiger. Uh, I'm really glad he withdrew because what I, I want for him now is to be sound. I don't even really care about the U.S. Open at Brookline, Massachusetts, at the country club, which is coming. I want him to be able to play at St. Andrews for the Open Championship. That's really what I want. Uh, and I want him to be okay, as we all should want him to be okay. But it was painful to watch. Dan Hauser at about 8.15. At 8.30, my buddy Scott Hamilton from down in Charleston, South Carolina, who has personally been at eight PGA championships covering those. Uh, and he'll tell us a couple of great stories about his experiences covering the PGA. And then at 8.45 or so, our uh, gambling friend, that, that doesn't do Rafael Esparza justice, our guy from the desert who does all the prop bets and uh, for everything, he's going to join us for the first time on Backspin Golf uh, because this leaderboard today is whack. Is that what kids say, Sean? Whack? It's whack. There are so many statistics flying around because, and let's just say this now, this is not what CBS TV had in mind when they paid, I don't know, $6 billion for the rights to golf or whatever they paid. This is not what they had in mind the final round of a major championship. I'm fascinated by what could happen today, by the way. Fascinated. Because we have things going on. The top four names on the leaderboard. Top four. I don't know about any of you, but I had Mito Pereira to lead by three going into the final round. Did you know that, Sean? You didn't? No, I had no idea. I thought his name was Milo until about uh, 14 minutes ago. <laughs> uh, I love this guy. And props to him for what he's doing. He would be the first winner from Chile. He will be paired today with Will Zalatoris. You know what they have in common? They actually were roommates at Wake Forest. How about that for Demon Deacon Golf? The final group at the PGA. Will Zalatoris, who absolutely could win this. Matt Fitzpatrick, who, by the way, I'm picking to win. I'll just tell you now. Got that? Yes. Thank you. And Cameron Young, who I have on my team in our little contest we have with our friend Joe. Uh, the top four names on the leaderboard going into the final round 
of the PGA Championship have never won a PGA Tour event. Now, here's the other relevant part of this. We all know, especially on this golf course, anything can happen today. Anything. All the, I hate the word pundits, all the experts are saying golfers, now, uh, (laughs) Milo Pereira, as Sean calls him, is nine under. He's got a three-shot lead on Will Zalatoris and Matt Fitzpatrick. Cameron Young is a shot back of them. So that's four shots. Everybody else, we have Abraham Answer at four under. Our friend Seamus Power, the Irishman, is at three under. We all remember him winning the Barbasol here in Lexington last year in a six-hole playoff. Bubba Watson, out of nowhere with a 63 on Saturday, is two under with Stuart Sink and our guy JT, Justin Thomas. All the experts are saying Justin Thomas could still win this thing. He's seven shots back. Well, here's, here's the thing. Nobody, all, let me put it this way. The past 33 winners of major championships, 33 have been four back or less starting the final round. So they're saying JT could win. JT would have to go out and shoot 63 or something and hope everybody above him crashes and burns. Is it possible? Of course it's possible. But it's not likely. All right. We have a lot to cover. Take a break. Dan Hauser will join us. This should be interesting, Sean. You never know what's going to come out of Dan Hauser's mouth. Uh, as I always say, good morning, Christmas, Scarrow, who is probably listening as he usually does on a Sunday morning. Uh, best Golf Podcast, next on the tee, with Christmas Carroll. Find it anywhere you get your podcasts. Morning, Chris. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back. It's Backspin Golf, ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Georgetown Advantage Air. Sean's asleep. Some people can sleep with their eyes open. Don't lizards do that? something yeah 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 anyway wake up sean (laughs) joining me now for what is always an interesting dialogue always my buddy dan hauser down there in florida good morning dan good morning interesting huh i like that i like that it's very interesting when we talk (laughs) you never know where the conversation is going to lead to that's exactly what i said earlier and that's why it's always fun uh, okay, uh, there are a million places we could start. Uh, le- I want to start with just a statement, and I, I said it a little while ago, but this is this uh, leaderboard and final round, although I think it's going to be great, 
had CBS executives pulling their hair out because this is not what they expected to find. And uh, I'll say it as I always do, their, their broadcasts suck. They just suck. And in a major, they suck majorly. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now go. <laughs> Look, I, I, it's funny because we, uh, I believe, what was it, Monday or Tuesday when we spoke on your other show, and yeah. we were saying how it, you know we would have to see how the week went because at that point we had no clue what was going to happen. Well, it's Sunday, and I still have no clue what's going to happen. <laughs> so, yep. you know, I figured we were going to get on today and we were going to talk about uh, a, a kind of a clear-cut uh, leader in the clubhouse and somebody who's really going to win. And, yeah, I mean, we... By by this by the score, we have a clear cut winner, but dude, he's never held a fifty four hole lead in a major before. So I, uh, you know, it, your your guess is as good as mine as what's going to happen today. I think it would be a very cool story uh, for for him to win. But yeah, I don't think CBS is is kind of rooting for that, so to say, if they were rooting for anyone right now. Yeah, but uh, this is what I think is going to be. I can't wait for it because there are so many of these names. I mean, when you look at this leaderboard, I mean. All of them, none of the top four have won a PGA Tour event. None of them. Uh, but there are things about each one of them that make you think they could win today, even if people don't know who they are. Cameron Young has two seconds in tournaments this year. He's been playing great. You know, uh, all these, the, the first really recognizable name to casual golf fans is Bubba Watson, who starts the day seven back, along with Stuart Sink. Thank you. <laughs> Hello? Well, uh, and I would say, and I, I say <laughs> this wouldn't be the first time if it were to happen that we could have a Sink-Watson situation coming down the stretch in a major. Oh. Different Watson this time around, but yes. hey, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, and someone brought this up to me yesterday, wouldn't it be quite the irony if Bubba Watson were to somehow come, out, come back and win this thing and then essentially say, hey, oh, it's been real. I'm heading off to uh, hang out <laughs> with my buddy tour? Greg Norman. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's another, you know. Uh, you know, M- Matthew Fitzpatrick, I mean, he's been around for a while. People that like to get up with you and I at 4 a.m. on a random Thursday morning will probably recognize that name from, from some, uh, past British Opens and Open Championships. Uh, when he was coming up, a lot of people thought that he looked like a, a, a mini Jordan Speeds when he was uh, at one point wearing Under Armour a lot. So, yeah. Uh, you know, there's another name, and somebody who's who's done it around the world. He might not have done it necessarily on the PGA Tour, but don't forget, this isn't a PGA Tour event, so those PGA Tour numbers don't necessarily even apply here. Right, but I and I'll tell you right now, I've already said it. I am picking Matthew Fitzpatrick to win today. He's he's the only one of any of these guys. He has seven wins on the, what was the European Tour and is now the DP World Tour. Seven wins he is also in the top 25 he's the only one on this leaderboard that is in the top 25 in strokes gained off the tee tee to green around the green and putting the only one he is very consistent and he could just kind of he's three back he could just kind of cruise along and uh you know let the other guys make bogeys and do what they're doing. And I think I'm picking him to win today, actually. Look, you, you said it yourself right out of the gate. For us golf fans who watch week in and week out, there are a million storylines today. Right. 
The only problem for the folks at CBS is those million storylines are not ones that the casual golfer who only tunes in for the majors or, you know, six or seven times a year is really going to be able to fully appreciate. Now, hopefully, hopefully, I know you're not a, the biggest fan of, uh, of the, 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 the coverage. Hopefully, uh, Jim Nance and, and Faldo can kind of share with the viewers some of these potential storylines and get them to fully understand and appreciate what potentially could happen today. Those are the longest odds that we could get on this golf tournament. <laughs> of all of them. I think I could tell you right now, there's a better chance of Tommy Fleetwood, who's nine shots back winning, than of Nance and Faldo making sense of anything today. Well, and you, know, it, you, know, you, know, you know the solution to that, right? Mute. They, they, just bring, they just bring you and I in for the day. Though. Well, that now can you imagine how great would that be? <laughs> Oh my God! I mean, it's uh, it's on mute. All, these tournaments, as it almost is every week, it's on mute. I can't listen to them, all of them. And Ian Baker, they are the most obvious people on earth with the things they say. If I hear somebody hits a shot two feet from the cup, if I hear one more of them saying either "well judged" or "that's a great shot." or while we're watching it. It's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Um, All right, how about this then? How about this then? Okay. Maybe, maybe some people can tune in a little bit early to the ESPN coverage, or maybe uh, the lovely Scott Van Pelt can share with us some of these potential stories for today. That's better. He's a great storyteller. That's better, and I actually, the, the that's my favorite part, is the earlier, I've been watching a lot, all three mornings so far on ESPN+, Plus, either featured groups or whatever, and I think it was Friday morning, it may have been Saturday morning, Scott Van Pelt, Curtis Strange, who I'm not a huge fan of, but uh, and Andy North, I was laughing out loud at some of the stuff they were saying. It was so good. And it was the right mix of really knowing what they're talking about, but talking about it with humor and making fun of each other in the booth and uh, it was great. That part of it was great. And then I had to go to CBS when that coverage stopped, and I went, oh, this is this is but awesome. Scott, Scott Van Pelt could do play-by-play of me making a sandwich, and it would sound like the greatest thing ever. That guy is just, he, he's amazing at everything. He is. <laughs> at everything. Remind me sometime when it's just you and I talking on the phone to tell you my Scott Van Pelt story. I don't want to take up time with it now. All right. All right. Can you, Dan Hauser, uh golf savant that you are uh one of the storylines that is buried because of the pga but i would like to touch on it is the headline that came across during the coverage yesterday that jack nicholas is being sued by the nicholas companies first of all that headline is uh, you talk about bizarro world i i uh do you understand what's going on here with this? Well, my, my first thought when I saw that headline was, is this a Seinfeld episode? Yeah, How is right. the guy being sued by his own company? Right. <laughs> <You know. laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm having trouble fully understanding the lawsuit. Uh, I, I read through, I, now Grant, I didn't read through the actual lawsuit itself. I read yeah. through the article Me that too. was written. Uh, it would appear that, that Jack Nicholas had a... Uh, made some contractual agreements to do some things that he didn't do. 
Uh, the thing that stood out the most to me, though, especially given some of the comments earlier in the week, uh, it would appear that if it were up to Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholas would have taken that Saudi money, and he was basically told by the Nicholas companies, no, you're not taking that Saudi money, which is right. quite interesting considering the, 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 the quotes that, that he gave earlier in the week about how he, he kind of turned it down on his own. Well, it doesn't quite sound like he really did turn it down on his own. Yeah, so it's just another <laughs> wrinkle into the whole Saudi thing here. Yeah, which, as you uh, said to me, somehow it seems like maybe this wasn't such a great idea from the start. Uh, we have, yeah. have the second-in-command, really, of this Live Golf experience resigned. Uh, and we have the stuff with Nicholas coming out. We all know about what happened with Phil with his comments. It doesn't look like Norman is even going to be around for that much longer. But anyway, this this is uh, – I just wanted to touch on it. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, it, 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 the headline reminded me of a Seinfeld episode. I'm like, wait, the yeah. guy's being sued by his own company? Right. Okay, yeah, that's, that's a new one for yeah. me. Okay, yeah. sure, we'll go with that. But <laughs> then nothing surprises us anymore in golf nope. and in life. Uh, all right, all. real quick before I have to let you go. Yeah, who's winning today? That's right. You know what? What? <laughs> you know what? I, Matthew Fitzpatrick, you you've convinced me. You, okay. you 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 you're what you said about that. You convinced me that it's going to happen. So I'm going to go with you, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Today. Wow, how about that? That's one for me. That means a lot to me, Dan. I'm honored. That you you would jump on my bandwagon. You made a convincing argument. What can I say? It is a pretty convincing argument. Doesn't mean anything, but it's a pretty convincing argument. And 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 most importantly, you laid out some some cold hard statistical facts, and you can't argue with those. Well, I played a lot of lawyers on TV. I know what I'm doing here. All right, have a great day, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right, good talking to you guys. You too. Bye, Danny. All right, bye. See ya, Danny. I don't ever call him Danny. I don't know. It's just what happened. All right, when we come back, our buddy Scott Hamilton from down in Charleston, South Carolina. He's on the radio, too, you know, Sean. Scotty. That's what I'm going to call him. That's right. All right, it's Backspin Golf on uh, Championship Sunday on ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Now, back to ESPN Radio, brought to you by Isaacs and Isaacs Injury Lawyers. WeWin.com. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf. Tequila Sunrise? I was up at about four this morning. I... I did not have a thought of having some tequila in the sun. But that's just me. I'm sure there are people who do that. Uh, joining me now uh, is one of my dearest friends. Uh, he's Scott Hamilton. He is uh, on Twitter at Scott H Radio. He's got his own fantastic daily sports show and is a frequent guest and collaborator on Backspin Golf. He's covered a thousand majors in his young life. So I always love talking to him. Hi, Scotty. Are you the guy that when, when you hear Desperado, you, you get real silent and you look off wistfully into the distance and yes. remember days yeah. gone by? Yes, I, I am that guy. You got something to say about it? 
No, no. Okay. I mean, I, I right. would I would think you were more life in the fast lane. Well, I'm like both I, of those. It's why I'm an enigma. Wrapped in a riddle. Wrapped in a riddle to most people. Sean, he didn't even, he didn't bat an eye when I said Scotty. Yeah. No, I'm good with that, man. I've okay. called worse. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to talk to you about your experiences covering the PGA Championship. But before we get to that, Oh just re- no, just real quickly. Oh boy, real quickly. Uh, thoughts, outstanding thought about uh, what's going to happen today or what's happened the past three days. Uh, well, I mean the the biggest story, of, of, of course, is going to be tight. I mean, it's, right. That, I think I think what happened is the new normal now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and it's sad. I mean, you know, Matthew. I look at him and I I just want to give him a hug. I really do, <laughs> because look, this is a guy who has everything in life you could ask for, yep. and it's still though to see him out there grinding and trying to keep his pride and just I I, I want to give the guy a hug, but I think it's the new normal. Now that being said, I'm looking at these young guys, and I am I'm impressed not only by their game but by the mental fortitude. I mean, Pereira, he gets out to the lead, then it starts crumbling. And then the dude just keeps grinding because yeah. he's sitting there. I'm waiting for the wheels to fall off. Yep. And yeah. He just he just pulls in. You know, same thing for Salatoris. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. If, if the guy if that guy has a break or two go his way, he might be in the lead today. So I just I'm really impressed with the young guys, and I'm impressed with some of the older guys. You know, Stuart Sink. Yeah. <laughs> he's in the mix. Yeah. You know, Bubba. Yeah. It's it's a really good it's a really really good championship and. Um, I, my my one concern mm-hmm. is Pereira waking up this morning and being the leader on a Sunday morning for the first time in his life. And even Scotty Scheffler admitted to to openly you know openly admitted to crying, weeping right. to his wife yeah. that morning. I don't know if I can do this. Right. And of course he went on and he did win the Masters. But uh, we're we're going to find out. A, I think we've seen a peak of what Pereira's made of, but we're really going to find out today. Yeah, I agree with that. the The good news is. He's not playing with a world number one, Scotty Scheffler, who's playing great. He's playing all these guys at the top of the leaderboard, uh, with the exception of Bubba, who has won a couple of majors, uh, but who is also seven shots back. All The whole leaderboard, Bubba and Stewart Sink and JT, who are all tied at two under, seven shots back starting the day, are major champions. Other than that, you got nothing. You got nobody. The top four guys haven't won a PGA event, for goodness sakes. Well, but what you what you do have is incredible familiarity because a lot of these guys right. played each other in college, yep. played each other in, in at the Corn Ferry Tour, things like that. And and, yeah. and I'm wondering and I'm wondering this. Let's 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 roll this forward a little more. Let's say one of these young guys does go out, they do win this major confidence wise. Mm-hmm. You've already gotten the biggest monkey off your back that you'll ever have as a professional golfer. You went and won a major championship. Right. What do you do going forward? Now, it's different than like a Sean McKeel or, or somebody or a Ben Curtis, you know, somebody yeah. you know, that, that's been playing for a few years and then you back into a major, but you still got all those failures leading up to it. These guys don't really know failure yet. Right. No, so that's a great point. Yeah, so yeah. now they've they've already gotten this off their back, and they're like, "Man, let's let's roll." Yeah, and what 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 do they look like in five years? Right. Well, and we all know how hard this is because we've all seen 
these guys. It's hard to believe, but Rory hasn't won a major since 2014. I mean, I am uh, stunned. Me too. Me and too. Funny, funny anecdote, but not funny anecdote. I had a really bad ATV wreck in April of 2011. Now it happened on a Saturday night, and I, I when I, I woke up in one ER, and I'm fine now. Let's make that clear. Let's You're not right. make that. That's not part of this interview. I woke yeah. up in one ER. And then I woke up in another emergency room hours later, mm. and I opened my eyes, and the first thing I asked was, who won the Masters? <laughs> and they said, Charles Schwartzel. I went, what? <laughs> what? Wait, we're worried. We're up by like six. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm literally hooked up to a machine is in my lung, like oh, whatever Lord. it was. And my first question, <laughs> who won great. the Masters? And then I about had a heart attack right there. <laughs> that's, I'm sorry for laughing, but it's pretty no, damn funny. It, it is pretty funny. It is. Uh all right, let's talk a little bit. By the way, just so you know, I'm picking Matt Fitzpatrick to win today. I I'm kind of on board with that, <laughs> but I I and and what I'm going to do tomorrow is I'm going to put some money down on him to win the U.S. Open. Not a bad play. Not he, a bad went, play. Well, he won the U.S. Amateur at Brookline. Yes. Yeah, he did. And and now it'll be set up very differently, but still. Yeah. Yep. If you win this one, and it goes back to the confidence factor, mm-hmm. who says he can't go to Brookline next month? Right, that? and as I've been talking about on the show, he's the only one of these guys who's won anything. He's won seven times on the European Tour, now the DP World Tour. Seven times. He knows how to win. He just hasn't done it here yet. And he's, he also, be- he's also playing the best golf this season uh, of anybody. At that tournament, There's, he's the only guy in the top 25 in every statistical strokes gain category. Every I just, I just hope, and, and because I'm that geek, I was researching this the other day yeah. for whatever reason. I, uh, I just, I just hope he doesn't fall into one of the, uh, like the the Colin Montgomery category. The Colin Montgomery, yeah. Montgomery by the way, yeah. probably one of my top three all time favorite golfers. He, uh, I just hope he doesn't go that route. Yeah, me too. Me too. All right, I want you to tell us now when I, we were texting back and forth yesterday about some of the things, and I always, with majors, I know how many masters you've been to. I know, and I said, I'm assuming you've covered PGAs, and you said you think eight, but I want you to tell our listeners about one of those in particular that you were actually not only there, but I guess pretty close to what happened. Well, was, I, I went back and counted. It was a, it's been eleven. Wow, I've been to eleven PGA. <laughs> wow. First of all, let me preface this by saying this: uh, the, the PGA Championship, way cooler event, at least from the professional side of things, than the U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, the gifts are cool. The PGA of America knows how to run it, run an operation. <laughs> the food is great. They have yeah. a beer cart. They have an ice cream cart. Yeah, except if you're a fan and you have to pay nineteen dollars for a Stella Artois or something. True story. True story. A hamburger. And a, and a beer at, at this week will cost you $33. You can get a domestic beer and one of every sandwich at Augusta for 31 I know. I know. <laughs> insane in the membrane. But, uh, oh, uh, it was 05. I was at Baltus Raw when Phil won. Um, he, he hits the, the pitch to, to wrap things up on a Sunday. And that was just, that was a cool event. All week, man, because first of all, it's one of my favorite courses. Me too. too. Far from dude, that course is awesome. I actually, I actually have a friend from Staten Island. Uh, he's a he was a columnist in Savannah. He's now a TV guy, and he uh, 
you know, he kept telling me about this pizza place in Staten Island, hmm. pizza place in Staten Island. So on, uh, we get done on, you know, Tuesday, we get done early with all our media obligations. I drive to flipping Staten Island to pick up a pizza like from Baltusrol. Dude, it was like a three hour trip, but it so was what? every, it was on the travel channel. I had to go, but anyway, <laughs> that, uh, that was a cool tournament. Uh, it, it really validated everything Phil had done the year before because remember the year before he won the masters yep. then he comes around and he wins the pga i mean he's got so much momentum going for him it was a classic course it was just cool the only bad part was the tv window and I th- i'm sure you'll hop on board this they they insisted on keeping the the scheduled tv time and, and i think it was at three o'clock on th- on that sunday yeah. and they knew a rain they knew rain was coming and they could have massaged everything. They could have moved everything up. They had the latitude, and they didn't because of TV. Oh. And we all ended up having to stay an extra day. And yeah. that meant extra yeah. days in the hotel, extra day with the rental car, right. change and fly. That was one ticked-off press conference, man, with the, with the PGA after that. Oh, but other bet. than that, it, it was a wonderful event. Yeah, and of course, now we're talking about Phil in a completely different way, but that's he's not here, and I'm not talking about him about today. <laughs> This is for maybe next week we can get back to bashing Phil. Um, don't don't get me started on no, that. I yeah, well, no, like I say, we can we can devote you know maybe next week's backspin. I, Sean, you know what I'm doing next week? I'm doing an entire hour bashing people, just bashing grievances. People. It's going to be festivus in May. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right, before I let you go, who's winning? Oh. Uh, I'm 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 going to ride it with you, man. I'll go Matthew Fitzpatrick. Part of me, part of me wants to see Stuart Sink do it, obviously, but that's a lot of road to make up. Yeah, no, he ain't going it. No, but he, he ain't I'm, I like Fitzpatrick's game, man. Yep. I'm going to go with that guy. Okay. By the way, I just got a text from my brother Mitchie. Nice. He's listening to the show. He says, "I'm listening to the show. I marshaled that Baltus Roll in 2005." Of course, so he, he, did. Of course he did. He's everywhere. All right, now both of you, and then I really got to go. Here's my Baltus Roll story. You ready? Let's hear it. 1992, I believe it was. I played Baltus Roll with PJ Carlissimo and Chuck Daly, who just came back from the Olympics, the Dream Team. And Andrew McCarthy, the four of us, at Baltusrol. And it was one of the funniest days I've ever had on a golf course. Can you give me 30 seconds for a story? 30 seconds. Go. I have a friend who's the golf writer in Myrtle Beach, and uh, he invites me to come down and play around in Myrtle Beach. Mitch, I hope you're hearing this. <laughs> and uh, he's got he's got a guy in our foursome named Manny Oliveira, stand-up comic. He was doing a set that night in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Uh, it, it was the best four hours ever, dude. <laughs> and to be, and for you to be with PJ and Chuck Daly and Andrew McCarthy, who I wish you know he hadn't made mannequin, but that's another story. <laughs> I, I I can't imagine the hijinks you guys had. That was um. I'll tell you about it sometime. It, it was really something. All right, thanks, pal. Have a great day watching, and uh, I'll talk to you this week. All righty, brother. Appreciate thanks, it. Scott. Okay, Scotty Hamilton. All right, when we come back, uh, Rafael Esparza will join me. We'll go through the odds of uh, who's betting on who to win today. And I'm going with Matt Fitzpatrick, mostly because we have the same first name. That's really why I'm doing it, Sean.
Hi, I'm Mitchie. All right. Backspin Golf, ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM. Backspin Golf with Matthew Lawrence is brought to you by Maple Leaf Gutter and Siding Systems. As much as I want to sing this song, I'd rather talk to Rafael Esparza. And if he's, well, let's just ask him. Good morning, Raphael. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I just spilled powdered sugar all over my See, I, I See, Sean, I told you. You've been up for a while because I saw you posted something like before 7. And yeah. are, tell me you are not sitting. Well, actually, I, w- I hope you are. Are you at Cafe Du Monde or are you at home? No, I'm at home. It's. It's, it's kind of soupy outside. We're expecting uh, some rain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, but you can always hop over there in a little while if you want to. Take me less than five-minute walk from my house. Ugh! God. If I lived that close to Cafe Du Monde, I wouldn't be able to walk those five minutes every day. I take the long way back home because I eat it on the way home so I don't oh. get powdered sugar oh, in my house. Oh, okay. <sighs> All right. I know you want to talk about Tiger withdrawing. I know that, but I'm not doing it. I'm just telling you. Even though I had him on my team that we have a little contest going, uh, I'm sad. But I'm happy that he did it. That's all I'll say. You have a I'm actually, sh- I- I'm actually shocked that he didn't do it uh, earlier. Uh, I'm, yeah. actually shocked that he- I'm actually shocked that he played yesterday, to be honest with you. Yes, me too. Me too. But he's a gamer. <laughs> he's a gamer. That's what we say about it. All right. Let's talk about this leaderboard and who the odds about who's going to win today and gambling on today's round at Southern Hills is going to be insane, right? All this live betting and and people that there are so many unknowns about going into this final round. It should be nuts today. Yeah, I mean, right now we're getting a lot of action because you could bet uh, fourth-round matchups. So uh, just head-to-head matchup just for your fourth-round score. So we're getting a lot of action on Jordan Spieth versus Hideki Matsuma. He's minus 130. Victor Hovland's getting a lot of action on his matchup against Tony, minus 135. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, matchups right now. And then once, once when they start, that's when we'll turn on the live betting. Uh, so it should be very interesting to see. Uh, I think it's wide open. Uh, so, I mean, I know uh, the leaderboard shot, what, 69 yesterday, minus nine. But uh, there's, uh, I, I think there's four or five guys. That, that don't keep an eye out for uh, the Mexican Amber Inkster. He's minus five. But I know he shot horrible in the back nine, shot at, what, a 70. But uh, I, I think the scores come down a little bit today. Yeah, well, it, the thing is, in any major championship, although no major champion – in the last 33 majors, has come from farther back than four shots on uh, Sunday to win. So minus nine, you're really statistically looking at uh, Cameron Young, who's five under. Answer is four, and then a bunch of those guys at three and two. But on this golf course, and if the wind is up again, which it's supposed to be, Really, anything could happen. It's going to be insane 
out there yeah, right, today? Right now, gust is anywhere between 8 to 10. They said it's probably going to be anywhere between 10 to 15 yep. uh, in the afternoon. So uh, it could be very – but you're right. I think uh, I think just four guys, I think Cameron Young uh, at five, maybe Abraham at minus four. But I, I think there's only five guys that would not shock me that, uh, that, uh, that will host the trip. I'm sitting kind of nice because I bet non-U.S. Uh, player to win – uh, the the championship, oh. and I got uh, there's only two Americans in the top. <laughs> so uh, usually the way my usually the way my Sunday goes because the Cubs can't beat the Diamondbacks at home. So I'm sure uh, Cameron Young. Well, I'm calling it right now. Cameron Young wins it. Wow, uh, he is, uh, he's my winner right now. Yeah, wow. I, I just called it right now on you guys. Okay, here. and he's from Chile, so you're good. Uh, I'm picking Matt Fitzpatrick to win today. Uh, and yeah breakthrough on the PGA Tour. He's got seven wins on the European Tour, now the DP World Tour. So that 67 yesterday, which was a, a pretty impressive. And, so, uh, and after the first two holes for Matt Fitzpatrick, when he blew up, uh, what he did yesterday was amazing. But he's been maybe the most consistent guy on tour this whole season so far. Hey. Uh, hey, so, shot, shot under par, what, the last two holes, 17, 18? So he's kind of grooving in yeah, to, uh, today. that's uh, so, right. Uh, that's so, right. I, I, like that, I like that pick. I like that pick. What, uh, actually, what is it right now for Matt Fitzpatrick to win? I think it was plus 450 last time I checked. Yeah. I'm going to put something down on that. Maybe some pounds, because he's some English. Yeah. You know, I might call, like, Walter Hill. What is that who it is in England? Not Walter Hill. He's a director. William. 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 Yeah, that's. I knew one of those. I think. <laughs> I think Walter. Laughing. I think Walter Hill works there, but I, I think Walter <laughs> Hill does work there. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! All right, before I let you go, how'd you do in the Preakness yesterday? Uh my the lady didn't win. She yeah. still hit the board. Uh, I had some nice head-to-head matchups with her. I had her having a better, uh, better trip than simplification. So. I, I did okay. That I, I, my wife still has to work, so I still have to pay off <laughs> Amazon bills. Uh, so not as good as I was hoping for. But okay, All right. I came out plus. And when you when you walk away from the window on the plus side in horses, yeah, you should be doing backflips because yeah. it's a very, very hard sport. I only lost eighteen dollars yesterday, so I felt pretty good. I think I was up. 40, I want to say 47 or 48 dollars. <laughs> Atta boy. It's a rounder. Round you like can I get said. some beignets for that. That's all uh, that matters. Maybe a maybe a shrimp or oyster poor boy. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sean's shaking his head yes. That's good with Sean. Thanks, man. It's great to talk to you uh, early on a Sunday morning. Yeah, we should be. Uh, we could talk next on football season. We could talk uh, Giants football on Sunday. Why not? Yeah, let's not get carried away. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking nice thoughts for your giant. Thank you, pal. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll talk Have to you good, soon. Have a good one, guys. Have okay. a great Sunday. <laughs> See, it's it's this is nice. We should do our show every day at eight oh three. Yeah, okay. You be won't done, be here. Be but, done by ten. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. right. Okay. You're a big shot around here. You talk about it. We just do a we just right. morning show, 6, uh, 6.10. Everybody, first of all, thanks to our great partners. Commonwealth Credit Union, Critter Control, Truly Nolan, Edwin Watts. 
French Lick Resort, Gearheads of Nicholasville, Georgetown Advantage Air, and of course, Lexington Parks and Rec. Picadome was great yesterday. And Maple Leaf Gutter and Siding. Stick around. The weekend line with Brad Taylor is coming up. And guess who Brad's first guest is going to be on his show today? Come on, just take a guess. It is not me. I know that. It is me. I'm going to stick around for a few minutes and talk to Brad uh, on the weekend line. I'm going to tell him who I'm, I like today. Thanks for listening. Have a great Sunday. Enjoy the final round of the PGA, and let's go Spurs. Big day, English Premier League. Thanks for listening. It's ESPN 92.5 and 1300 AM.